November 13th, 2003. Made it to Jeffrey's Bay. I am so excited to start surfing. I have really been looking forward to, to this. Tomorrow, I buy my board and wetsuit. Maybe surf the next day or maybe tomorrow. Bus ride was hell. <laughs> Bay bus took 12 hours from Cape Town. Would have taken under five to drive on my own, I'm sure. But we stopped at literally every backpacker's along the way. Then these two girls who were like Patsy and Adina from Absolutely Fabulous got on and talked my ear off. Made it. Going to bed. November 14th. Got all my gear. Seven foot four inch Nev board. Three two rip curl wetsuit. Billabong shorts and rash shirt. Got a guide for tomorrow too. Sean. Had a drink at the local hangout. Titans or Tritons. It's Friday night. Sean came up to talk with me, but was in the middle of an argument with his with his girl. Well, it was more like he was in the middle of an argument and she couldn't care less. At one point he said, quote, These models don't think their shit smells. Chicks are shit. I'm over it. They don't even surf. That's the problem. Surfing is all there is to me. They don't get it. End quote. I don't make this stuff up. He left and then came back to argue some more. I'll see him at 7 a.m. tomorrow, I hope. Also, I IM'd with Blocker, Jewel, and Sheen. November 15th. The place I'm staying is totally awesome. It is a quote chalet end quote style house right on super tubes i'm not kidding it has the best view of it and all the breaks down the line i will just surf here all week i'll try and get in three times a day seven to nine twelve to one and four to six i went 45 minutes today by myself since sean ditched me in the afternoon to surf i guess they have not had surf for two months and it finally arrived today. I guess I forgive him, but I'm certainly not using him as my guide. I hope I get comfortable. It is still a little scary. I got two good rides in 45 minutes today. Pretty pathetic. I also cut my big toe getting out because there are rocks everywhere. Should be an awesome experience. November 16th. Cut myself up again in the rocks this morning. This time, I ripped my wetsuit and put dings all over my board. I figured I'd try to exit through the entry channel. I thought I had seen a guy do that, and there are no rocks. I paddled up to it, only to see that the water sweeps into the ocean through the channel. No way to get in. By then, I was so close to the rocks and I got raked over them by the waves. Ouch. I have some nice new cuts on my feet and hands. In the afternoon, I found a better exit point. Success. No new cuts. Tara's brother, Tegan, is going to give me a lesson tomorrow morning. Didn't catch more than three waves today. Hard sport to learn. Feel like I am always in the wrong place at the wrong or the wrong time with the waves. November 17th, much better today. Tegan and I got out at about 
and surfed till ten, just about one hour in the water. The swell was small, so it was very forgiving. He gave me some good tips and also pushed me at the critical point. I caught about ten waves. We are going tomorrow also. November 18th through November 20th. Same day every day. Now trying to catch the waves on my own, so I have not ridden as many as the previous days. But I have to learn how to catch them. Yesterday was a bit blown out and today was good, but I was all alone out there, so I only spent half an hour. Beautiful here. Time has flown by doing some career research stuff. Frustrating at times because you just can't go out every day like skiing. It depends on the waves and having a surf partner. However, I am living out a dream. Some of the waves I had the other day were wonderful, and before I know it, I'll be catching all the waves I want. November uh, 21st. Yesterday afternoon, I caught a good one on my own. We also saw six dolphins riding the wave. You could see them through the wave. Then we, then we swam up to them, and they were diving underneath us and surfacing all around us. There were about six and one baby. It was very cool. Surfed again this morning. Still not where I want to be as for as catching the w wave, but some small improvement and getting lots of water time. It should click any time now. Off to East London now in my rented car, driving on the left. Well, miss this place. Very cool. Um, reading these journal entries is, is kind of interesting to me because um, I have such strong memories of certain things but not others. So like that drive from Cape Town to um, uh, Jeffreys Bay, um, I, I don't really remember it that much but, but after the journal entry did spur my memory a little bit, it was long. I mean I guess it was 12 hours and um, – we had to stop at all these backpacker places, and I, I think it was just driving me absolutely insane because um, I just wanted to get to Jeffrey's Bay. And then I guess these girls got in the van, and I don't know if I was annoyed or not. I, I would have thought it would have been a nice distraction, but um, sounds like they were a little nuts, these two. Um, but uh, hey, that's okay. Um, but anyway, Jeffrey's Bay was so great. That's one of my favorite memories from my travels. And, um, you know, it's almost – Jeffrey's Bay is sort of like a mecca of surfing. It's almost, uh, you know, like going to Mecca and I guess – I don't know what the analogy would be, uh, learning to be a Muslim or something. <laughs> you go to Mecca to learn to be a Muslim. But um, – yeah, usually you should be a good surfer before you go to Jeffrey's Bay, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, but, I mean, it was fantastic. And I had this amazing um, place and room where I stayed. I stayed in this house. It's called Beach Music. And it's right on the beach. And it was run by a woman named uh, Tara. And... Um, her family. And so there was her dad and mom, but Tara ran it. And Tara was probably in her uh, early 20s. And then her brother, Tegan, was there visiting because he had 
gone to London to build houses, which a lot of South Africans were doing at the time because it was very hard for them to earn a living in South Africa. So they were um, spending time in London. Anyway, so he was back for uh, a little bit. But this house was right on the beach and better yet, right overlooking the most famous surf break at Jeffreys Bay called Super Tubes. And Jeffreys Bay has been surf has been famous in surfing for for quite a while. Uh, but it was kind of on the down low when when I was there. Um, you know, the waves of um and then the summer uh Cape St. Francis are around the corner. Um but they the waves had changed, so it wasn't as great as it had been. And I think they put uh, condos all along there. But at Jeffreys Bay, it had been discovered after uh, in the summer, and it's even a better wave, apparently. It's a high, well, high perform, more high-performance wave. And um, so I had this room. You know, I had my own bed, my own balcony. And I had this little balcony, and, and Tara would make me breakfast, and I'd eat it on this balcony, and I'd be looking out over this wave super tubes and watching people surf it and then it had a view of the entire bay it's like a big bay kind of like monterey bay um and the beach is you know sandy beach there's all these rocks actually um i think they're volcanic rocks uh black and um but the you know there's beach and then the rocks are like reefs so they kind of hit the water's edge and um they have all these cool plants that are very unique to that um area um kind of cactusy type things they have a boardwalk there that you could walk along and um but it wasn't that built up when i was there and i i would bet it's more built up the uh, world surf league has it uh stopped there every year and so it's it's become more and more popular due to that i think but it was still kind of on under the radar when i was there and um and this house you know there was another couple that stayed with me uh a guy from like Denmark and his wife and their baby and we would barbecue together and hang out and you know in the common uh, room and um, it was just a neat setup so that was where I was living and I was so excited to learn how to surf I was like just chomping at the bit or frothing as they say in surfing and um, I, I met this guide who's going to be my surf guide Sean and he was just like your typical surf dude um, and um, but he flaked on me as I said in the entry, and um, but I always remember going to the surf the surf store, and um, you know, it was like a kid in the candy store. I bought bought a board and it had these like cool orange kind of neon um, highlights, and it's it was called a mini mall. So they called it a mini mall. What do they call it? A mini mini mall mini mall. Um, it stands for mini Malibu. Malibu is a longboard. So that's like in Malibu and 70s or 60s surfing, you know, longboards were the big rage and they're like 10 feet. So, um, the one in South Africa that I got is called a mini Malibu, but they called a mini mall because their accent. And this thing was super, super thin and light looking back on it. It was a really cool board, but it, it got, it would ding all the time, even pressure dings. And so I was constantly having to get it repaired, but, um, I loved it. And I got a wetsuit and, um, some towels and, uh, board shorts and, you know, in case it got warmer and, and, a and a rash guard in case I didn't have to wear my wetsuit. So I was all, I was all stoked and I met this surf guide. I forget how I think Tara set me up, but then, um, 
he flaked on me because the ways were good. And I remember how I had to walk like a mile to meet him and then he wasn't there. And then I would walk a mile back and it got windy and it was like I was getting blown all over the place with this board. It was a real pain in the ass. But some hitchhike, some guys, I hitchhiked and they, they I remember dropped me back off at the at Beach Music. But um, but going out that night and seeing him and their their element, you know, this little local bar and you know and 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 there were like models there and you know and he's all it was like right out of a movie it was pretty hilarious um and this this is his girlfriend you know really was playing him you know she was really ignoring him and and he was trying to have an argument with her and she wouldn't even like acknowledge his existence it was pretty funny to watch and uh and uh just random stuff like he was telling me that um you couldn't have a cell phone there. If you did, you had to be very, very careful because you get beat up, and and uh, you know the Africans would would steal cell phones and stuff like that. So there's kind of this undercurrent in um, uh, South Africa of you know just getting beat your life at danger for for stuff that didn't cost a lot of money. It, it was uh, you heard a lot about it. Thankfully, I, I didn't encounter it. But uh, anyway, the surfing was you know really challenging. Um, to be honest, I mean, I um, it, the the thing about surfing that's hard is that it's a moving target. So if you compare it to skiing, you know, skiing you go up the chair and maybe you'll fall all over the place, but at least there's a mountain to to fall on and to to, to try to ride. In surfing, you have to catch the mountain, and that's the hard part. And it and there's a very limited window, and the time that you would ride it is short anyway. So. It was tough, um, but I would go to the breaks further down the beach, I think called seagulls or gulls or something, and I would try to catch waves, and luckily Tegan went out and helped me, and I remember that he would like push me, you know, like if a wave was coming, he'd be like, that's your wave, my brew, and that's how they say bro there, they say brew, and they always saying, that's your wave, my brew, and then I'd turn around and paddle for my wave, my brew, and uh and uh, anyway, um, yeah, so I was there. I don't know. If, oh, and the thing that uh, I wanted to talk about was uh, I really got raked over the rocks. So they had this um, volcanic rock all up and down the beach, and you um, you had to walk over it or somehow uh, figure out how to get in the water, water. There were no openings to go through sand or anything. So there was like this reef of rock, but there was this um, – opening in it like a narrow you know four to five feet wide opening through the rock and uh, w- when I got into the water it was great because the water would flow out into the ocean and it would just take you out for some reason I thought you could go back in I'm not sure why I thought that but when I paddled up to the place to try to get back into that channel um, I realized that the water was only going out towards the ocean but I was too close to the rocks by then, and the waves w- were were uh, constantly, you know, pulling me into the rocks, and eventually did. And I got raked over these really sharp rocks. Actually, what I remember now, what was sharp about them were the barnacles on them. And I literally, it was like Edward, like I got in a fight with Edward uh, Scissorhands, like I got in a Taekwondo fight with him because the bottom of my feet were just you know, like razor blades had, had had cut through them in my hands. And I still have a scar on the palm of my hand. I can see it right now. 
Um, I, there was like blood all over the beach when I got in and, and uh, dinged up my board and it was embarrassing to boot and I had a, a rip in my wetsuit on my butt um, that went all the way through the wetsuit and cut my butt. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a, a inauspicious way to start. <laughs> it was like the second time I went in. So, you know, then I had to like bandage up and, and, and you know, put, um, um, you know, anti uh, oxygen, you know, uh, whatever you call it, so, salve, um, I'm forgetting the name, but, you know, antibacterial stuff. And uh, Tara helped me a bit, but I mean, I just had to just kind of, there's nothing I could do. I just had to power through it. And walking down the beach was painful for at least a few days. Um, it made it hard to, to, you know, stand up on the board. But anyway, uh, I was probably lucky. It could have been worse, I guess. But, um, yeah, I, you know, had a great time just practicing every day. And it just, it was just a nice, nice week because I just was doing what I love to do. And the people at the place were nice. And Tara, Tara and her family and Tegan were really cool. And, uh, um, that and the, the with the dolphins that was amazing like we're out there surfing and these dolphins are surfing in the waves and then we paddled out to them and they uh they didn't disperse in fact they kind of swam around us and there's like a little baby that you know checked us out and you could get underwater with your ears and you can hear them making all their dolphin sounds and um it was just a beautiful it's a beautiful place um I really, at the time, wanted to come back with a family. You know, that was always a dream of mine, was to come back with a partner or kids, and uh, that still is a dream of mine. So um, I would love to go back there. So anyway, my first, my 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 learn learning how to surf at Jeffreys Bay. I wouldn't say I had really figured it out yet, but I put in some good work. And um, my next stop was I was driving up the coast to uh, a, a city called East London. And I was going to meet uh, a group of guys and they were going to be my surf guides for like the next uh, week or so. So that – that uh, and I rented a car and drove myself up there, which was, which was uh, a pretty interesting experience.